Alrighty, gamers, it's time for the RGH podcast. We got a juicy one, as we always say. Uh, today, we're going to be playing uh, a little bit of musical topics. We've got quite a few to go through today. We've got multiple topics within those topics. So uh, we're going to be doing some rapid fire today, and we're just going to fill the gaps as we see fit. My name is Mtashed. We've got Cactus HD. We've got True Vanguard. We do this podcast every single Wednesday night, right now, at this time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we get started. And so if you haven't already, make sure to uh, to follow the channel. We're going to be looking at New World, the good and the bad. I put about 16 hours in already. I just looked. <laughs> a little, a little <laughs> sus. That's, that's, that's a lot. Bro, Lupo has been on every moment the servers are up, I think. And same with Glad. Like, they're Oh, yeah. Grinding. They're grinding. And they're see, grinding see, hard. See, I'm grinding, and I'm level 20. They're level 29. I, I don't even know how they're doing it. Um, we're going to talk about the Battlefield beta, just some official things coming out and our thoughts on it. Genshin fans are psycho, uh, to say the least. We're going to talk about that. A uh, interesting piece about some secret Nintendo games that might be coming out. Uh, and then uh, gaming in China is over. It's escalated to the point where <laughs> I feel bad for anyone who wants to play video games. Um, so let's get started right at the top. New World. You guys are not playing whatsoever, are you? Not yet. No. So I'm just so scared. I'm so scared to play because I feel like if I do, uh huh, it's gonna, it's gonna. This is how it was with Warcraft, man. It just sucked me in, and I was obs- like obsessed. I'm, I'm That's scared funny because I'm also scared to play it, but for different reasons. What's that? And what's your reason? Well, for my okay, so you guys know my computer was on the fritz this weekend. Oh I, yeah, and it was like so I was getting those way uncorrectable errors, like my computer's just hard crashing. I ended up fixing it by replacing the C drive, and which might have it might have been a Windows issue, but this all started kind of Friday, and it really escalated kind of from there, or maybe even th- yeah Friday no no Thursday like night because I remember I was trying to make my Friday like Zer video and I crashed twice trying to just like look at Zer's inventory I'm like please <laughs> and the second time I was like. I would like review like the weapons. I would stop the recording and then I would like obviously switch to like a different character for the armor and I would stop and it crashed on the third character. So luckily I'd been compartmentalizing it. But the reason this relates to New World is actually this isn't the first time I got this error. The first time I got this error was in the New World beta. It got that way uncount uncorrectable error, blue screen, crashed, restarted my computer, Blue screen crash again. And then I, uh, I think I might have installed, started in safe mode or something, but I uninstalled New World. I was like, get the hell off my computer. Sure. And then I had a, like a month or so, nothing happened. And then it started again. So I'm like, I'm like, could this all relate to New World? Because not only is my computer crashing while playing it, but uh, the Power GPU guys, mm-hmm. uh, which is a company that makes custom PC. PCs. Yeah, makes great PCs. So they actually tweeted out earlier today, this is pretty important, they were saying that, oh, we expected this, we were hoping it wouldn't happen, but we've been getting emails from customers from New World frying their GPUs. And they were saying that these customers like did not, they avoided the beta because they heard about this issue and were like, oh, well, I'll wait until the full game. So apparently the full game is still frying people's computers. So I'm just like, bro... Like, is it worth it to try this game and, like, fry my computer, fry my GPU? I don't I'd, think so. Uh, bro, I'd, I'm I'd, clicking I'd, trees and rocks, and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's like it's like RuneScape in the future, bro. It's sick. Um, it's I guess there's there's a lot of different ways to look at it because it's like there's crafting, there's combat, there's dungeons, there's PvP, and I haven't done all of them, so it's hard to say. But even in that, like some of the weapons I tried don't feel that great. Like the fire staff to me was just, it felt terrible. But then I got the ice gauntlet and I could put down a little turret, AOE freeze, I can turn myself into ice. And now the combat's getting a little spicy. Um, And so I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I think part of it is like the clan aspect. There's like me, Italian, Dr. Lupo, Courage, JD is in our server. How did you, how did your dumb Genshin Impact ass get in this? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But like everyone's in there, Mr. Fruit. And so we're all buying the cities and you can like tax the people in the cities. And like, we've got like very big control of the region so far, but we're competing against Courage, JD's clan and his people. So it's like, yeah, it's got that kind of social factor to it, and and they've attacked our base a couple times, and so we have to send an army to defend the base. And oh, uh, you can do full on wars in the game. So like, if we have the city, they say we're going to attack your base. Choose a time. We as the defenders, you get to choose a time, and then there's like a full on war. And if they win, they take control. If you defend it, no one else can attack you. I can't remember if it's seventy two hours or if it's a week, but if you if you can kind of defend it, you're you're good to go for a bit. I'm not so, sure. That's crazy. I'm, I'm not sure real war was like, hey, um, we're going to meet you here this time. Don't be late. Like, yeah, I, yeah so you, true, can't, true. you can't surprise attack people. Like, that's how you real war. You just show up. Yeah. You, and you get a text <laughs> at four in the morning, like your base is being attacked. Like, that would be crazy. Yeah. What do you like, think this is going to mean, though, for Amazon Games? We've talked about Amazon Games in the past episodes and how, like, they're, they've dropped everything. They've, they're, we even said in previous episodes, like, New World better be good because that's all they got right now. Yeah, if you go to AmazonGames.com, it's New World. That's literally it. They used to have Crucible or whatever, and then they Crucible, put it Crucible, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, those right. are gone. They're like, screw it. Just, I guess they put all, the re- all their eggs in one basket. Well, Lost Ark, they're, like, localizing it here, I guess. Um, and they pushed that one back until February? I, th- I want to say February. Which I think is a good idea because it was supposed to be in September competing against each other. I don't think it's a good idea. And so if people get bored of New World, maybe they yeah, go to yeah. Lost Ark after. But mm-hmm. honestly, I think this is a win for Amazon. Say what you want about the previous stuff. I think they the, needed one. <laughs> the launch, overall pretty smooth. The servers for me have been great. There are some queue times, but they've opened up more servers. Overall downtime has been low. There's tons of people freaking playing. I mean, there's a million people just watching it on Twitch, on the Steam charts. I mean, we can look at it right now. Um, what is it at? I'm guessing it's pretty high because, you know, people are home from work. Let's check uh, the Steam charts for New World. Oh, God. I'm, I'm in the wrong one. Let me find it really quickly. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've heard, I mean, a million viewers on Twitch... Uh, I mean, that's not unheard of, especially with a brand new game. People are really interested in it. It doesn't necessarily mean that, like, a lot of g- people just want to see what it's all about. It doesn't necessarily right. mean that they'll buy the game. Uh, it, but that's got to be good. And I've been hearing, again, aside from the frying your PC thing, <laughs> aside from if you can get over that, if you can uh, actually play it without your PC ter- lighting on fire, then yeah. I've heard good things about it. Hmm. For some reason, it's uh, it's down on Steam. Can't bring it up. Weird. Oh, yeah. Interesting. It's, it's not showing up. 
But uh, so, someone said 604k oh, right yep, now. Yeah, there's. A, I found another database. Yeah, 604 peak at 734 24 hours. Jeez. Which is that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot of concurrence. I mean, it's going to be in, in one of the t- that's one of the top games on Steam ever. Then you know, PUBG would be higher than that. Um, CS:GO, Dota probably higher. But I mean, Destiny has seen three hundred thousand maybe, but not seven or eight hundred thousand. No, not even close. Um, but so you gotta also remember that Destiny is spread over multiple platforms, whereas New World yes, I think is only true. on PC, right? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like if you want to play New World. Like a lot of people maybe could have played Destiny on PC, but got it on a console because they like the console best or like their friends play console. Whereas like New World, you got you want to play New World? You want to play? Oh, well, you got to play PC. Right. The question so, is, how long do they stay above th- 600,000, 500,000, 400,000? How long does that population uh, stay where it is? How long well, are people when, enjoying it on Twitch or are they just watching because of Twitch drops? When is the last time like a proper full-fledged actual MMO came yeah. out? Yeah. That's not a re-release? Like a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Like, not a remastered. Like yeah. World like, of Warcraft and then like, this. Like, and then maybe Guild Wars? Like kind of? Elder Scrolls Online? Maybe Elder Scrolls Online. They had okay, a rough, Elder Scrolls Online, yeah. They had a rough yeah. start, but then they, they grew quite but, a bit. That game actually developed quite a bit of a But this is, just, this is just a flat fee, right? It's just like... Uh, 40 bucks. Like, 40 bucks. <laughs> so and that might go on sale down the road. You never know. It's like, only it go 40 bucks? Mm-hmm. Download it. Start coming to chop wood with me, bro. Dude, I can't risk my PC. Please chop wood with me. Nightmare. If you can get me into the Hollywood, (laughs) your Hollywood clan, maybe. I'm one of the founders. I can add whoever I want. Woo. No, but Uh, I I don't know. I did my first dungeon today. So I was like. How was that? It was good. I was a little bit underleveled. We beat it. Some crazy rewards from it. The one thing I'll say is like. Some of the en- enemies and their animations, like they do these big lunging attacks. And so I'm using a the ice gauntlet and I'm missing. And it's like, holy shit, it's really hard to hit these enemies. Mm. But also a lot of the animations are pretty basic. Like it, it, it already looks a little dated and it's not too flashy. Like a lot of the combat is just like, I swung my sword. You don't see a lot of big uh, animations and, and big uh, particle effects or anything like that. And so I can imagine... It might get boring here and there, but at the same time, I'm getting new gear. I'm really excited about the stats on it. I'm starting to get some passives on the gear. And if they can start adding dungeons with more mechanics, I'll be excited. The one I did was cool. A bunch of like trolls, like big troll things spawned in in the four corners of the room. And we had to like kind of run around and stay alive. And like, it it was cool, but that's one dungeon. Make content on new world. That's tough. That's Dude, tough, right? That's the thing. It's like I, I'm gonna put like you know, especially like we've talked about like how like the different ways of how you make content. Like if I was a streamer, I would just stream the game and then take that and and pay an editor to make it into a video. That's passive. That's really easy. My dumbass actually plays and captures gameplay for like five out ten hours, right. five hours, and then edits it myself into a video which takes another like multiple hours just for like the youtube algorithm to be like you don't post new world you dumb idiot (laughs) (laughs) no one no one's gonna see it so that's like the the main downside for that you know especially just like how i make videos so that to me it's like that's the kind of thing holding me back maybe especially like if they if like kind of word comes out that they have fixed these pc issues and it's like hey it's not gonna fry our system your system anymore and it's on sale. I may get it down the road just to play for fun. But like, 
right now, like I'm, I'm just not sure. You know, it's a big commitment. Like, are you going to cover this game? Especially those MMOs. Like you said, you're chopping wood for like four. I played RuneScape. You, you, you mine coal for like eight hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> like just mining coal. Yeah. Right? And you how, still wouldn't have enough to get those how, ruined uh, like armor. Like geese. Like it's insane. How friendly, Mike, is New World? Do you think to a solo player, someone who's looking to play an MMO but doesn't really have like the big clan experience that you that you've got going on? Mm, if you're playing solo, I mean, you're going to get taxed a little bit in the cities, but at the same time, as a solo player, you can you can join the factions that own those cities and get the same benefits. Even if you're not in the same clan necessarily or the same company, uh, if you want to join the syndicate, all the cities that we own as the syndicate, you get the benefits. So that's actually kind of a nice thing. And you can kind of stick to those areas and you know, you're going to get protected by the other people in the syndicate. So that is kind of a nice feature. That's and cool. If you're not doing PvP, because you have to toggle PvP. It's not just open world, you can do it. You have to toggle. And if you are toggled, you can do specific PvP quests that give more rewards, which is, I mean, great. You want to roam around as a crew doing PvP and doing quests, you're gonna get benefit. But as a solo player, I think it it so far seems pretty darn good. I think that the mm-hmm. questing and and like the crafting leveling is pretty generous overall. Like I was able to make iron items and I'm into steel items relatively quickly, which is where you want to be. And I've played a lot of solo. Like I was in a, in a group chat with some people talking, but we were all getting distracted and just doing our own thing. We weren't helping each other. And there's enough people in the area fighting the enemies to help out and, and stuff. So, yeah. so it's I, iron steel, then what? Mithril? Nah, no, star metal or something. I don't know. Oh, star metal. It's a good Jeez. it's a good game so far, but again, it's like am I going to get addicted to it? Am I going to make content yes, on it? You are. Am I going to waste away all my time playing yes, this game you are. not making content? Like I don't know. But it, I mean, it's not like you're missing anything in Genshin Impact, right? Hey, now. you don't talk about Genshin. All hey, my no, all my rage about- videos are popping off. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, we'll talk about that. Well, should we talk about that? And we'll come back to the Battlefield beta thing? We certainly can, yeah. I mean, Mike, you, you're in a good position here to, to speak about this. Can we yeah. say before he goes off, even me, and I'm sure you too, TV, as an outside observer who doesn't play Genshin, my Twitter feed is still a Genshin trending every day and like number two. <laughs> right, it's like right. Genshin, Genshin. It's just like the fan base is f- like, just it's a so, the effect is so big. And- the effect is so big that people who don't play Genshin are seeing it. Yeah. Right. Well, if you guys aren't caught up on it, the Genshin Impact one anniversary is going on. And in every gotcha game ever, they always give you a ton of rewards. Except Genshin Impact, the biggest <laughs> gotcha game ever. They've got some of the worst rewards ever. Almost non-existent in, non-existent in players' eyes. And so everyone is just raging. Like, they're not mad they are hellfire like going off the wall on reddit they had to shut down the discord and mute everyone because they kept posting there's this zombie character named chi chi and they just kept saying dead game dead game dead game and using pictures of her like they're just they're just crazy they're posting on reddit they had to delete a bunch of posts and then they just started they started review bombing genshin it went from a 4.6 Oh no! To a one point nine. Oh, oh! <laughs> in like star. in like six hours, like it just went down to the bottom. Jeez, two it's million so, one star reviews. <laughs> can I say it's so bad that their hate has like spilled over and they're review bombing like 
other random apps? I saw people were one star reviewing Google Classroom that yeah, read about, and people are like better rewards, and then like the Google Classroom like admin replied, like, is there something we can help you with? Like, <laughs> fix kitchen, fix kitchen. It's like, oh Jeez, my god, man. dude! Like it's seriously, like spilling out. But the worst part is every day at 10 p.m. So I'm waiting for another one. They do a scheduled tweet and it's like hopefully you guys are having a great day it's ayaka's <laughs> it's ayaka's birthday and it's an impact and all the replies are like give us more rewards like what are you doing it's so tone deaf it's so tone deaf it's just i, I can't believe they haven't made oh any sort of statement and then today oh you know after all the review bombing they sent out some mail uh, it, it might not be in the North America servers, but it, it will be at midnight tonight. They sent out mail with some Primo gems, enough for like two and a half wishes. And then they Which sent out... Which is so pathetic, dude. It's not enough. But then they like, sent out some wings. But the thing is, is these wings were supposed to be sold in the shop. And, and they've, they've documented it. It's in the patch notes that those wings are supposed to be a purchasable item for around $30. But they gave them to us. And so it's like... Did you plan on that? Or is this, you're panicking and that's what you're trying to do to make up for it? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's enough for players, but there's a little bit of hope back in the community. But tomorrow, uh, we're going to get another set of mail and another reward. And if they don't amp it up further, I think people are going to be like, this is too stingy. And they're going to rage yeah. all over again. Because I guess to put into context, at this point, if the mail comes in and the stuff they currently have, it's about 20 pulls. Well, you need 70 more to guarantee a five-star character, right? Like that's, okay. the, the pity is 90 wishes. So you're only getting 20 out of 90 and people are, are a little miffed on that. Some other games give out like 100 wishes. Guardian Tales did 100 wishes. Uh, Dragon Quest Tact did like 170 wishes or something crazy like that. And so you start putting the this together against other games and sure. people kind of expect to get a five-star character for free pretty much every gotcha game will give you a five-star character for free or something else really, really good. But it's like, this is so... I was, we were talking before before the podcast, and I was like, so if they just said, everyone, you get a special thing where you wish, you're going to wish, and you're going to get a guaranteed five-star character. I was like, would that solve it? And Tash is like, yep. Yeah. But oh, like, yeah. That's all I have to do. It, because I think that's like the big one is people want... They want to be able to choose one of the five-star characters. That's like the big thing is like a lot of games do a selector and you get to choose one of the main five-star characters because... So it's one you don't have or potentially getting a much-needed upgrade for one you exactly. really like. Exactly. Because some characters, they get so much better with constellations. Like if I get right, one more right. with my D-Luke, he's going to hit much, much harder. And some people, they've just never got a D-Luke. They've got everyone else and they're like, okay, I want to collect this other character and have a guaranteed way to do it. Which yeah. is, can we say, like, it's so funny to me. It's like the RNG, like, that goes into these gotcha games, man. Like, it's like you have to have unbelievable luck to get the, the five-star character you want. But then you have to not only, like, it's very rare to get, you said, like, one out of every hundred wishes you'll get a five-star character. Yeah, 90. 90 wishes. So nine every 90 wishes, you get a five-star character. And then not only that, but realistically you have to get that same character multiple times in hopes that you can like get the constellation levels so that he's actually like applicable in an end game you know right. when you're really high level so it's like 
it's so stingy if they would do a selector hey you get to pick you can pick one you you've never gotten finally get the five star level up you get to pick exactly what five star you want mahoyu would lose nothing genshin would lose nothing it would make people more excited to come back and start playing the game again like it's like it's so crazy that they have like this that fix everything valve and they're like nope yeah we'll die (laughs) on this hill it's like what well, it's also just such an interesting thing as as an outside observer, like to see a little snippet of gotcha game culture. You know what I mean? Like, what are the community expectations? Yeah. What's that culture like? It's just so it's a lot of it. <laughs> so different from the kind of gaming culture I'm used to, and you know, in a shooter. Oh, I feel like such an outsider in the community. Because, like, a lot of the chats are, like, ara ara Keck W spamming. Like, <laughs> like they're, like, they, like, it almost, like, honestly, I don't, I don't want to be rude, but some people's chats on Twitch, it looks like maybe, like, a big group of kids just spam, like, spamming, like, relentlessly spamming, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're not, like, saying anything meaningful, and they're just yeah. spamming. It's it's almost like bot like spamming. It's not bots though. It's where's it's, my free stuff? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> For now, until but, until China comes and cracks down on you, yeah, we'll talk about that. That's right. like, yeah. But like Those the kids, other thing too is like see ya. if like I roast guns and different armor pieces in Destiny all the time. I'd be like, oh, this is trash. Don't bother. If you do that in Genshin, you have to be like, hey guys, uh, just a quick disclaimer. This is my opinion. And if you like the character, you do your thing. But I don't really like them. The whole chat is like, oh no, you, you know what? You just don't know how to use it. They rage. They, they honestly defend the characters as if they're real people and you've offended them. It's crazy. Right. I, I've never I seen anything like it. I think it's also because it's like... <laughs> they got a body pill of that character. Also, you stop talking about her. <laughs> well, it's also like just the way Genshin, I feel like that's also just not just the culture, but it's also just the way that Genshin is made. It's like you have to kind of spend all these resources to level up a character and you have to be lucky enough to get that character. So you might only have like one four-star character or like got lucky and got a four-star character twice to get a constellation, then you spend the resources to level them up, and then someone says they're trash. It's like, it's too late. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. You have to use that character. And so, like, people get upset. True, 100%. And they, like, I think they they do kind of fall in love. And, like, here's the other thing, too, is the game is super casual, but I fell in love with, like, the team building and the artifacts and the dungeon because it was hard to beat early on. Now it's easy. I I could close, close my eyes and beat it. But it's so casual focused. And like the new events that are coming out in the quests, some of them are literally like dating simulators. Like with Raiden Shogun, the new uh, Electro Archon, she did have a good quest, but then there's another quest with her and it's like, oh, this is going to be like cool backstory on her lore. It was a date. You went on a date and went shopping kind of thing. And it's like, really? Like they downplay these characters so much and they, they just give them such pathetic stories in my opinion. And they've got like the, they're, they're called hangouts and essentially you go on dates with characters and like, I, I, I refuse to do some of them cause I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> but that's the culture. That's the game. That's the community. They love that stuff. And I'm always the outsider saying, I want more combat. I want more fighting. I want more stuff. And so I mean, this has been fun so like, to watch so, all the drama, but like, I think there's a lot of people that are burnt out on the game and that's part of it. They're bored sure. and the only content is getting a new character. And so they're like, where is that new character? And now that they don't have it, they're kind of, you know, they're, Dude, that I, addiction is, is I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but like I saw this coming like forever ago. Like that's why I started playing Genshin. I quit because I was like, 
I just kind of like saw what the direction they're going. And it's like, yeah, where's the next dungeon? Where's like almost like a, a raid type challenge, uh, uh, an endless wave type challenge, that type of stuff. Like you need something to use these characters on. You can't just infinitely add more characters, but they're pandering to that culture. That's just like, it's, they people would rather have a new date level with D Luke than like have a dungeon. It's like brother. Truly. And and the and the the events that do the like the, the best, there's one called the Wind Trace Festival, and it was essentially tag. Everyone in the community is like, this was so fun. I'm like, this is boring as hell. Get me the hell out of here. And they did this Wind Bloom Festival, which was a bunch of mini games. And Everyone loved it. And I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I have to do this to get some Primo Gems. Like, I'm doing it because I, I want to get the Primo Gems and get a character. And I was thinking, you know, some of these things, there was a there was a fight where the, or there was like a, a thing where the floor was falling underneath you and you had to stay on top. I was like, yeah. make this an arena. It, then if I had to try to stand on these boxes and, and stay alive, it would be an incredibly tough fight. And I'm thinking of it, all these mechanics and the potential they have, but they don't do any of that. They've got yeah. they've got all these these systems created that never get used. There's turrets that like the whole tower defense turret system that it comes and goes and it comes and goes, but it's never meaningfully implemented in the game. They've got like these bubble walls where they shoot out like these bubbles, and if you get snagged, it it puts you in. Put those in the arena. Put it put them in an arena somewhere, and I have to dodge while fighting. And do you think they're too afraid to do that just because they might they might lose the the young audience? If they have encounters that are a little too I, challenging it, for it's younger gamers, be the numbers. are they going to dip? Yeah, it's got to be the numbers. It's a bunch of people on mobile as as well. So if you start throwing mm-hmm. in crazy mechanics, are they going to be able to pull yeah. it off? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, not every phone is. It might be a lot harder based on what your device can handle too. Yeah. So it's tough. I think I need to just accept that, like, it is a super casual game, and I need to cover the news and be like, "Wow." Kakomi looks so cool if I want to just milk the views. But I, <laughs> yeah. I I do love my my community. I've got some community. I really like some of the content creators. I do enjoy the gameplay. I just always feel like I'm I'm burning out. And um, you know, I'm looking at New World, I'm looking at how much fun I have, the potential for guides, and I'm like, damn, do I make a third channel and start covering New World? Bruh. I don't know. I don't know. I think I know what I'm going to cut. I'm going to take some risks because for me, it's always like when a new game comes out, it's it's all about risk and reward. Like, do I want to take the risk to cover this game? Because if if it doesn't pan out, that's a lot of time investment loss that I could have been definitely capitalizing on what's going on in Destiny. But I think the next game I'm going to take a chance on is going to be Battlefield 2042. So they just announced that next week they've got the beta. And uh, I'm really excited to dive in there. I've got a buddy of mine that's going to dive in with me, and we're going to grind it out and just just see what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. October 6th, right? If you have EA Access, so EA Play, whatever it's called, the like monthly the premium thing, yeah. thing, which possibly, I know it is included in some way in Xbox Game Pass. So I think if you have that, you also get that, which means you get the October 6th. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. But then everyone then can play October right? 8th. October 8th. Uh, October 8th. So I think it's like 6th and 7th is like if you have EA Access. And then 8th and beyond, uh, it's everyone for like a few days. So that's really exciting. I've heard, it, it's kind of interesting. So I've heard 
some excitement, obviously, getting to play the Battlefield 2042 beta. I'm excited. Should be fun. You know, the game looks sweet. But at the same time, there's some big concerns, mainly coming out of that, like, technical alpha. People were saying it was, like, not in a good state. Um, Now, again, it's a technical alpha. So, like, maybe it's not. But um, also the fact that, you know, they had to delay the game. And this beta was delayed. They said the beta was coming out in September. And obviously, it's just after September. But, like, clearly, if they say the beta will be out in September and it comes out in October, like, something happened internally where they're like, oh, crap, we need another couple weeks here, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be, like, very telling, like, how this game plays. And it's important to remember that Call of Duty already had its beta. Call of Duty Vanguard had its beta. Um, it had some benefits and some downsides and stuff like the COD community is debating it, but it's now if like Battlefield has a hard time running or has some technical issues, it's going to instantly be prepared to the Call of Duty beta that everyone's sure. already played. Right. I'm not too concerned about the whole technical alpha thing. I, I recently um, I recently participated in a closed uh, under NDA technical alpha for a game that uh, hasn't been released yet. And they, I mean, they even, they literally told us like what you're going to be playing is like half a year old. It was like mm. a six month year old version of this game. So what we have internally is not what you're looking at right now, yeah. but this is what's available and, and functional and stable mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. people to play right now. So I, you know, I'm really not overly concerned about the, the feedback from the technical alpha just because I know that those builds are really old. And um, what we're going to be getting next week is really what they want to be outward facing. It's the, it, they know that this is their first like, I hope so. yeah, yeah. real chance to wow people. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. But I development just, is slow. I just want to get goofy yeah. with it. Honestly, mess around with some friends, play some different yeah, game so modes. Like I don't yeah. think that like portal thing is coming out where you no, can get really be. goofy and have like knives only crazy battle and right. stuff. But it, so, but I mean, Battlefield, you can do some crazy stuff like, yo, load a bunch of C4 to the Jeep. Let's go, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, I, I, is there anything else really going on in gaming that week? We we should all just download and play. I'd, I'd love to play. Uh, I'm going oh, to, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah, but is there, like, I'm going to be on PC, obviously, if I play it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, going, gonna, I'm going in on PS5 with a see, friend of mine. Is there crossplay? I don't think. I don't think for the beta. On the beta. Oh. I don't think so. So that I is could def- be wrong. that's another thing. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely going to hop on at, at, or as early as possible, as possible and play the crap out of it. Yeah, I don't know about the crossplay thing. That could be interesting. I'm going to go scalp a PS5 so I can play with him instead of you. That's, that's I my... I have a PS5. It's right there. No, I know, but I, you can't play with us. <laughs> it, it'll be just us and you can go on PC, okay? <laughs> brother he's, he's gonna cut me off on my call it's like there's a guy over on Mo- uh, oh shut off. up listen I used i'll to never know where anyone is i i, I can't even believe i'm the one what? here i'm the one here that used to be a dedicated battlefield youtuber yeah when well, your channel is more clan, more dead bro. than already is well <laughs> you, know, uh, you got me there no some you. of your battlefield videos popped off it was like yeah. a what not to yeah, do. Yeah, it's still a mystery to me. Yeah, that's exactly. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, and then I, I, they're getting better views than Destiny gets sometimes. Like, why the frick did I leave Battlefield, brother? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, ba- actually, funny enough, it's kind of interesting. Like, I'm lucky I did leave Battlefield because Battlefield Five was such a disaster. 
So like that is another interesting like wrinkle is like Battlefield 5 did like was terrible. Like the player base did not respond well. Sales were c- trash, right? Mm-hmm. And but the it seems like most of the Battlefield community is kind of like willing to say, "Ah, eh, you messed one up. Let's just move on." Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is always concerning that the last game in the franchise just wasn't very good. Yeah. Speaking of last game in the franchise, when's the last time Nintendo made a game? <laughs> I mean, we've got uh, Animal Crossing and stuff, but when was the last? Uh, when was the last Mario Kart? When yeah. was when was the last Zelda? It's been a while now. It's been dude. Some time. I looked up. I was like, when's the last Mario Kart? Like it was like 2014. Yeah. Is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out? And so yeah. sales what? sales have been dipping hard, like really hard, really hard uh, compared to all the other consoles. It is absolutely slumping because they just they aren't bringing <laughs> yeah. any it goes new like games. This. <laughs> the graph. But uh, there's an interesting story that was released that there there's are actually a breaking development. Oh, from you, Nintendo. They tweeted about it. But oh, you, you go ahead. No, no, you, you go. Ex- no, you go. Because now you have the breaking development. I don't know about this. <laughs> well, you explain the base yeah. story and I'll come in with the breaking okay, development. Okay, I like the top. See, this is this is this is nice. <laughs> I'm ready to pounce. So the rumor was there are a bunch of Nintendo 4K dev kits out in the wild, even with some developers that weren't signed up for it. They don't even know how the hell they got them. Did they get smuggled out the back room? But the rumor was there are a bunch of studios who are working on 4K Nintendo games. Whether they're authorized or not, they have the tools to build a Nintendo game and they could plagiarize and put out stuff. They could do whatever the hell they wanted. And we were kind of questioning, what? And this was... How do you even even run 4K on a Switch? You can't even run... You can hardly run 720p 30 FPS. Like, what are you talking about 4K? But what happened? This was a Bloomberg article that said, like, we'd have, like, 11 different developers kind of talking about this so apparently it wasn't just one guy being like i got a dev kit it was like multiple sources but nintendo co limited which is like the official like uh kind of business on twitter it only has like thirty thousand followers and like the so it, it's like that like nintendo company like they tweet like company stuff it's not like at nintendo it's at nintendo co limited so they tweeted out but they're verified they tweeted out A news report on September 30th, 2021, falsely claims that Nintendo is supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support. To ensure correct understanding among our investors and customers, we want to clarify that this report is not true. We also want to restate that, as announced in July, we have no plans for any new model other than Nintendo Switch OLED model, which will launch on October 8th, 2021. And the comments are all just like, okay. <laughs> all the comments are like, we don't believe you, right? It's like BS. Uh, <laughs> like everyone's just like, okay. Uh, because it's like, everyone's just saying, well, obviously they're going to say this because who's going to buy the OLED model when the 4K model is coming out in a year or whatever. Right. right? Exactly. So it's like, no, like they obviously can't announce that um, because it would just completely tank sales of the yeah, OEL. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, so uh, a lot of people just say we can't believe, I mean, they said it's false. Maybe it is false. Cause like you said, how the heck are these trash consoles going to run 4K? Uh, like it doesn't make any sense. And I, I mean, like, 
these could have been initial plans because there was rumors that there was going to be like a Switch Pro and that would allow them to actually like play some games without like stuttering. But like, I think they kind of realized like, oh crap, if we release the Switch Pro, like we might as well just release a new console at this point because it's going to have to have like completely different internals. Right, that's exactly right. And, and, and so I think it's likely that they have, maybe they're working on something Switch-like that's going to be available to get 4K because certainly their biggest problem right now is that like Nintendo consoles are all about a gimmick, right? And that's not right. a bad thing. This gimmick, has, like Wii that's was like, like the, the highest because yeah. non-gamers like love the gimmick, right? My wife loves the Wii, right? <laughs> Every like all the people who like you know if you put a control in their hands and say win this crucible match they would like run into walls and like not know what to do but give them a a wee a wee mo and they're bowling and they're tell about it yeah say go bowling yeah they're loving it right so so switch is the same thing it's the whole take it out now it's a handheld and certainly if you're going on a plane or something it's fantastic. But the problem with the gimmicks is that the gimmicks wear thin. Eventually, yeah. you can only like Wii bowl so many times. Eventually, you want to, oh, I'm going to try this shooter game. And you're trying to like shoot something with the worst motion sensor of all time. And your reticle is like flipping out. And you're like, I can't handle this, right? Yeah. So when it comes to like innovative games, like New World, you can't run New World on a Nintendo Switch. It would light on fire. Like there's yeah. no shot. So eventually and the gimmick wears thin and they've got to come out with something else. That's right. absolutely right. And I, and I know people, there's like one of the things I see all the time when it comes to, to apologetics for people who are, you know, defending Nintendo. And that was the same stuff like, hey man, like, but when those games come out, like they, when that new Mario comes out, when that new Zelda comes out, like it's gonna f- just pop. But for yeah, me, like nostalgia, decade. nostalgia only goes so far for me. Like I grew up playing the original Nintendo, then the Super Nintendo, and and a Link to the Past was like my favorite game. Then Ocarina of Time came. Listen, I I went through that progression. I loved all of those games and Smash Brothers, all that stuff. So into it. But guys, I. It only goes so far. Like, there's no reason for me to buy a Switch outside of just wanting to play a couple of games. So I have to weigh, like, do I really want to invest the money uh, and even just, like, the time to set it up, get find a place for it, you know, and make an account and all all that stuff. Is it worth all of that investment just to play a nostalgic game every, you know, once every six years? You know what I'm saying? And they already lost me. I was a huge fan of the Zelda franchise, but the last full release that I dove into really was Twilight Princess. After that, I I didn't play Breath of the Wild. I watched some playthroughs of it because I was at least interested in it as a Zelda fan, but I didn't want to I didn't want to buy the device just to buy the game, just to play the game and then be done with the console altogether. Did, so, we should, do you think I that think they that should matters. release on like PC, Ryan? Like, do you think well, do you think they should oh. universalize their platform just to? Imagine well, then no one's play, gonna buy their no one's yeah, gonna buy their you console. You can play yeah. a Pokemon game on your PC, right, with full fidelity, four K, right yeah. on your PC. True, um, it would be right, it runs more than twenty FPS. Oh, it would be phenomenal, right? Uh, like, imagine it would just be so nice. But, but they'll never I do it because like then they won't They never sell. do it. They'll never yeah. do it. Because like, because then why would you buy their platforms? We should clarify, we're not just crapping on Nintendo for the sake of crapping on Nintendo. I think all of us like 
we like Nintendo products for the most part. The yeah. reason we don't like Nintendo is because God forbid you post a video about Nintendo, they'll take it down, demonetize you, and then sue you for using the music Ninja in the background that show no one can hear. Yeah, like it, for people watching who don't know, <laughs> here's the best story. Nintendo ran a, an official Nintendo-sponsored Splatoon tournament, and the prize was $25, but not $25, $25 of in-game money, and they didn't even pay the winners. They, the winners were like, we never got our 25 Nintendo bucks. Uh-huh. So it's like, fuck that company, dude. Like, that is so scummy. Uh, like, come on. Like, ni- like, you can say Mario Kart's a good game, and you can realize that Nintendo is a trash is a terribly run company right which like they've just made so many weird mistakes and and so on but they do have those unbelievably heavy hitting franchises mario kart pokemon like zelda these are like just megalithic uh, names in the gaming space but they make them very infrequently and yeah it's like they have this very like old switch now and the switch wasn't good to begin with in terms of a graphical fidelity and processing power it was a great little console again that gimmick is fantastic the fact that you can you know i'm playing it uh you know pokemon snap and i can take it and go to the bathroom and play it and then bring it back and that's amazing but like what is the new zelda like the new zelda developers are so limited in what they can do like breath of the wild was pushing it it's like how much more can they do and so it's always like this question of like are they going to improve the switch or are they going to move on to the next console? Yeah. Or or do they continually have to drop the FPS and every setting? So it's like, oh, the water doesn't have textures so yeah. that the game can run. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a shame too, because some of these games in the franchise are so beloved. They're so amazing. I would love to have a, a you know, a Zelda every two years. Maybe what about every, online? Every three years? You can like barely get online on Nintendo games. Like, yeah, like you can't play Super Smash Bros. They had to or they, the tournament. They had to like download a a different like what was it? They had to like get a, a different program just to run for tournaments because it was like the the net code was so bad. Yeah, yeah. And then they Nintendo, did Nintendo like sued them for that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My I tell you what. Um, so my son plays Minecraft on the Switch. And he loves it, but um, he wanted to play with my, my two best friends. Uh, play a lot of Minecraft, and and like as a special reward, he was gonna. He thinks he considers them like his uncles, and he wanted to play Minecraft with them. Well, they play on PC, so one night we let him stay up late. This is like a special reward, and uh, we we're gonna do this cross because you can cross play essentially, switch to PC, but. There, it was such a nightmare. The Switch's uh, whole system for setting that up and getting him into their server and all that stuff was such an unbelievable nightmare. After thirty minutes of trying to to troubleshoot it and get him into him into their server, I was like, "Screw it!" I fired up my wife's gaming PC, bought Minecraft on PC, <laughs> and and in ten minutes he was up and running, ready to go with them. And I was like, it was so frustrating that I was willing to literally buy the game again on a different device just so yeah. he can click a button and play with them. Easy peasy. Yeah. That's terrifying. No, 
I don't know. Nintendo is honestly like 30 years behind everything. <laughs> Literally, like, dude. It's they just, won't let people make yeah. content on their games. They don't. No. They have like a, a potato plugged into a router for their internet. If you want to play Super Smash Bros, it's like <laughs> the lay. It's like 800 ping. It's it's probably 800 ping for most uh, most fights, and um, they don't even know they what netcode is. They just you don't seem to change. Yeah. You say netcode around like Nintendo, they they just like they look at you like you're crazy. Like, what? like we've never heard of this before. They look you can't at the, code the net. Are you stupid? They look at the Nintendo <laughs> ninjas and they're like, do we take this guy out? Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> we should sue him. I don't know. I guess different cultures, different company, different strokes, different folks. But uh, if you're a gamer in China, well, no, you're not. Not, not anymore. Because well, before we get on to that, Tash, oh, is there something special? We've got to give a shout out to, our, no, well, our normal sponsor. We've got to give oh. a shout out to our sponsor, which is... Advanced GG? Advanced GG Focus, baby. Yeah. The best best and only clinically proven gaming supplement out there listen use code rgh and support all three of us fantastic flavors are coming out with new flavors they're pumping out new flavors like crazy there's so many there's, i haven't even they tried are. some of the new flavors i can't keep up <laughs> and they're all bangers there's like pretty much all of them i like now obviously there's ones i like more than others the best one being cactus kiwi lime what a coincidence uh i'm but, no cap your flavor is one of my favorites yeah it's, it's good i drink it all the time it is very good um, but it's not the highest selling M Tash Mega Splashes. Anyways, uh, that's a complete. Well, it's because it was out for an extra two years before mine or whatever. <laughs> oh, really? No, it, it is good though. And um, I just, I don't know. I feel like Advance is going to be a, like a super big company one day. Like it's a very good product. People who try it seem to love it. People who try it compared to other products seem to prefer it. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're tooting our own horn here, but RGH has never failed me. Yeah, uh, or I mean, well, advances never failed me. RGH fails me all the time because they don't even pay me. But anyways, that's another topic too. Bro. <laughs> that's another topic too. I still haven't made a penny, but uh, luckily I love chat with my buddies because that's here's Mike over here posting <laughs> pictures of his oh new house project. We're doing this. Got a new house. Build the deck yeah. and remodel. Yeah, the that's because really I work hard at my job. That's because I work. Really like, where's my money? You really look like you're struggling over there. We're like buying real estate. You're owning half of Edmonton. Over there. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. What? I don't have any money. I just paid off my parents' mortgage. Leave me alone. Oh yeah, that's you can do that. So we turn a <laughs> blind eye to the Lamborghini. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Um, so there is um, we we all know that there was a ban or, or some laws being placed where if you're 18 or under, uh, you can only play video games for three hours a week, which is essentially Insane. nothing. I mean, if you're yeah. in a if you're in a new world queue, that's three, you know two, <laughs> oh, two, two thirds of it. There's yeah, there's two hours of your three hours gone in queue. Um, so you know that is already a pretty big blow. That means that game developers in China, I mean, they've got to be panicking, but it seems that they're actually behind this as well, or, or at least banding together. They've pledged, do you know what? We're going to make sure that the people that are playing our games, they're not using VPNs. They're not outsourcing their, their gaming into another country. If you're a gamer in China, we're going to know about it, and we're going to shut you down if you try to, to circumvent this, which is, that's crazy. 
Like, I yeah, mean, it's, it's crazy, man. It's because if they didn't, they'd get a, you know, they're, they're the CEO of the company would magically disappear one night. The Nintendo I mean? right. Ninjas would be coming in. Yeah, like, so the, but this whole thing is crazy, man. Like, it, it's crazy, obviously, from the perspective of, like, in China, like, oh, you like gaming? Well, now you're screwed. Like, obviously, I guess once you turn 18, you can go ham, at least I, I believe, but certainly that's a huge portion of that audience that can't game anymore. And we, like we said last time, uh, like how many literally billions of dollars have been invested into right. try, for, in North America, in Europe, into trying to break into the Chinese market, mm-hmm. right? Like why are they coming out with Diablo Mortal on the mobile? Is because mobile gaming is huge in Asia, especially in China. So like now, oh, like Diablo Immortal better be freaking good for people to be giving up their three hours a week on Diablo Immortal, right? So right. like all of these big plays to try to capture this market might have just been completely like wasted, wasted. dollars. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's I like can't imagine, and, and like even um, like Bungie didn't they get investment from Tencent? So it's like, is that going to impact a current project that they're working on? Or I guess a future project that they're working on. I don't know. Like, and how many other countries or, or companies have been investments from Tencent and other games? Or or even uh, CSGO. CSGO finally got released in China, but they had to change a bunch of different weapon skins and like banners. Mm-hmm. They, uh, anything that had a skull on it, they had to get rid of it from the game. They had to change all, all these different things just to, to comply. And then it's the like, oh, skulls- by the way, half the player base isn't allowed to play the game now. Yeah, crazy. Like, really, like, this is going to, like, are we going to see a a return, like, a a movement away? Like, if the market is slashed, are we going to see less companies coming out with mobile games, right? Like, mobile games are, like, the biggest thing. Mobile games, mobile games, mobile games. Are we going to see people dial back? and Because because "Ah." that's such a big portion. Like, like it's such a big audience there? Maybe. I mean, there's still India, and there's still, like, a bunch... And and you also have to remember there's a bunch of people that are over 18 and guess who has the money? The people are, yeah. who are, right? Like the people yeah. who are buying on those mobile games are us. It's it's gotcha gamer here putting right. seven grand yeah, into, yeah. into Genshin. So. But also you wonder about the cultural impact where it's like, okay, if you now are literally mandated to not play games more than three hours a week, once you become 18, are you going to want a game? Maybe you have no interest in it anymore because you weren't even allowed to game. Like a lot of us started becoming gamers because we started gaming as kids. Yeah. Or, so, or <sighs> l- l- put any kid in front of a game console, they're hooked. Like I, I, pretty much yeah. any kid. So all of a sudden you put 18 year old who's been away from gaming or super, super sheltered from gaming, now they become absolute game binging Maybe addicts. Even more yeah, so. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, you know, like they go hyperdrive because they're like, now I can finally play all these games. Um, or, or, you know, it's that dopamine hit that they haven't really experienced the same way in the past. And so now they're even more uh, likely to, to game and <laughs> start being not working and all this stuff. And I mean, that's the, the interesting thing too, is like, okay, if the kids aren't playing, my question is below 18 is like, what are you expecting them to do? Like they right. can go to school and they can do sports, but 
gaming is a hobby. So it's like, are they not allowed to have just that hobby? But then no, their hobbies are going to be like working out, getting into sports and appreciating the Chinese Communist Party and all its very merits. You I know guess. what I mean? Like that's what they're expected to do. But then are they going to be a bunch of addicts when they're in their working years supposed to be providing value because they're they're so sheltered <laughs> from the gaming and then they get they get that dopamine hit. They log into Breath of the Wild and they 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 don't leave Breath of the Wild it for four be. weeks. You know what I mean? It like, literally like might be that like they they now have they went from like limited to unlimited until they go too far. Like truthfully, it's going to like be decades before we can see like the repercussions of this. I guess the only thing too though is like they probably would need they could probably only track this for online games. Like if you have an old GameCube, they can't track that. There's no way they can track that. If you're not online <laughs> other than like the power usage going to your <laughs> room. But like, That's like right. no, no, no. The you think so. They've got that social credit score. So your little nosy neighbor sees Mario on your GameCube <laughs> and then they call it in and you're done and they get a little plus yeah, one you're tick. Gonna be, you're, you get your I would snitch be point. in my bed with the, the quill over my head yeah. so just in there with my little Game Boy playing Pokemon Red. You know what I'm saying? Like, FBI, like, this open is, up. This is it now. Dude, oh, like, no. Honest, oh, no. Honestly, maybe you'll have like those offline consoles becoming like contraband and like really valuable. Game, now. Yeah, like Game Boy Color going for like a thousand dollars. Honestly, yeah. like, but li- then it's like, like in the back alley, like I got Super <laughs> Mario here on yeah. GameCube. But then it's like they, I feel like the parents are almost on board with this change. Oh, probably because like the lawmakers are the people that are like my dad who hated gaming back in the day. Like exactly, he, he used to right. hide the the internet like connector so that i couldn't play halo <laughs> and it's like look at me now dad <laughs> same exactly i know it's not the norm though like that's that's the thing is like for the most part people that do game a whole bunch they do spend a lot of time gaming but like my wife's upstairs right now watching tiktoks she's got a show on the tv not even listening to it it's like what is she doing productive for <laughs> oh honey oh hey uh <laughs> Just kidding. But oh my God. everyone's got their own, um, you know, it's chill time or hobbies. And I feel like that is pretty big suppression of happiness right there. Like I, that's, that's kind of, I feel bad for people. Cause can you imagine if you got gaming taken away from you at the age of 16, 17, like that was one of the biggest parts of my life. That's where I made some of my yeah. best friends. That's a big social hub for me. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, there's so many kids in high school that the only reason, one of my best friends, Justin, I don't know if I ever told the story, Justin Petty, my boy, he was in my wedding party and everything. I was playing Halo 3 on Valhalla, Team BRs. And at the end of the match, he said, hey, are, are you Michael Tash? And I was like, hold on, who is this? Who, who's talking to me online? Like, this is, this is freaking me out. But my name was like Tash92 or something like that. And I messaged him. I met him at school and I was like, hey, you want to play Halo tonight? And we became like best friends because of a random match on Valhalla. Yeah. And it's like, I would never know him if they took away gaming from me. Uh, you know? Like, but what do people expect with a communist regime? Like they're like they're just gonna make these 
there's no fighting back. There's no like, actually, I dissent. I disagree with the powers that be. I'll <laughs> vote in a different guy, a different <laughs> dictator. Are you stupid? Like, yeah. it's crazy, dude. Like, like again, there's a lot of gamers with like hammers and sickles in their Twitter bio. Like, you might need to change that because they, they're not fond of your pastime. They rather you out what they think is being productive in society, right? So, and is and good luck arguing with that, you dumbass. Like, I would so just that's really, what's gonna happen. I would really love to have a conversation with somebody who's, um actually affected by this and kind of understand maybe their perspective because i i know full well it's easy for me to to try and formulate a thoughts and a thought and opinion about this whole subject but i'm very disconnected from it you know what i'm saying like i would love to hear somebody who's over being affected by this change to be able to offer some insight you know what i mean a great idea tv too bad they also center the censor the internet over there so it ain't nobody's talking to you from down there about these issues right like you know what I mean? Like there's no, they can't even, if they were to Google this issue, it'd probably be, it would only be positive things talking about how gaming is bad. Right? Yeah. That's just what happens. You know, the the interesting thing too, though, is like, this is at the beginning or during the meteoric, meteoric rise of gaming. Like gaming is still growing and it's going to keep on growing. I don't, I don't think people fathom how big it is. More people watch gaming than the NFL, than the NBA. Like, it is huge. And, but then you have countries that are like completely shutting it down. And so it's like in 10 yeah. years, if they ever turn around, are they going to be like completely behind the curve and like, who knows? MIA? Like, could we also uh, see, yeah, could we also see resources like China losing resources? Could we see? Tencent, could we see these developers based in China moving out? Hey, we're gonna move our location to Vietnam or right. to India or to these other places that also are exploding with gaming, with mobile gaming. Like they're becoming like really hot markets. And now we just produce from here and we and, and we can have like more of an audience uh, in these regions. Like that's very possible as well. Well, and the thing is, is like, gaming is a global economy and so it's like you you have a, you have an industry here that can be sold globally enjoyed globally and now you're you're taking away because like not everyone is going to buy the stuff that you sell in your country other than entertainment online that is able to be transferred you know pretty much instantly they can download it anywhere in the world you can't ship products all the way across uh, to certain countries, depending on what it is, or, or you know, there's different treaties and all these different things, but gaming is pretty damn universal. Mm-hmm. So someone said, "Mahoyu, come to the U.S. and hang with us." Unfortunately, no one wants Mahoyu right now because of, uh, <laughs> the freaking uh, give me a five star and it will. Yeah, exactly. The trash character thing. Everyone's like absolutely raging about that. Yeah. All right, let's move into RGH after dark. Yeah, those are, those are the main topics. It was. Pretty, pretty eventful. But now if you have any questions, throw them in chat. We'll take a few minutes to answer them really quickly before we wrap up uh, the podcast. If you haven't yeah. done it already, please give the, the podcast a like. Make sure to follow or sub if you haven't done so already. I uh, Someone made a good point where it's like the owners of the these companies in China are like members of the Chinese Communist Party to conduct business, which does make sense. Like they've got to be... And that's why they're they're like... 
cracking down and appearing to like help shut down these issues. So yeah, right. it, it, it's a very complex issue, very complex. And like we've said, like we could see, certainly we're going to see a, a huge portion of gamers go down in China. Like whatever China's like amount of gamers are, it's going to go like boop. And then like, again, maybe like everyone's going to go ham when they're 18. Maybe they'll have no interest. It's really legitimately going to take years to figure to it see out. the effects, yeah. But there's there's tens of billions of dollars on stake if not more, mm-hmm. with these decisions. So it's just so fascinating. Brandon Marble with a $20 donation. How are you feeling about this season's Grandmaster lineup starting next week? What, what, uh, what's the lineup? So I don't know. In, interestingly, when it first comes out, you remember you can pick whatever one you want? Uh-huh. So that's really interesting. Like, this this season, though, it's harsh. Uh, there's a lot of like, uh, corrupted is not fun. Right. Uh, corrupted is brutal. Um, I think just like devil's lair can be a little tough. It's, it's e- not, I, I think it's kind of easy, but long. Uh, so thankfully I think that, um, the particle deconstruction mod plus, uh, the unstoppable fusion mod is going to make things easier, but sure. certainly, it is it's gonna be a slog for for some Over, overload sword has me scared playing yeah, gms against I'm, overload champs and having having to use a sword has me scared well the good news is that you can use overload bow which i think like for gms i think that's the play i think if you yeah. use overload sword uh in grandmasters you're either it's kind of those funny things if you use like an overload sword in grandmaster you're either kind of an idiot or you're like one of the best players in the game, right? Right. Where you can actually pull it off. So can you, would a caster work okay? I mean, still, they teleport so the much. The thing is, bows are actually fantastic because one shot with a bow will shut an overload right. down and you can just keep them stunned. Right. That's not my concern. My concern is that the only anti-barrier <clears throat> mod is anti-barrier auto, auto rifles. Yeah. And that's going to be... So it's like you either have to use Ariana's or like it, that I think is going to be potentially a little bit rough. Sure. So, I haven't done but a grandmaster in ages, like because yeah. I don't so play anymore. Weapons like hothead comedian and hothead and comedian, just those. It's two. just those two. Are yeah. the only new ones? Yeah, I don't think so. See, last season I actually did a ton of GM farming, and the, the reason was because freaking plug one is incredible. It's yeah. absolutely insane PvP fusion rival. I really liked the hung jury. I didn't have a palindrome yet, but now yep. it's like I got all these things. I, yep. I have no interest in a comedian. I really, frankly, they have no interest in the hothead either. Like, I think what, com- what's going to be the pull for me? The comedian. The only reason to kind of get it in terms of a PVE perspective, I think it's the first shotgun that can get subsistence. So that might be kind of fun, just like killing enemies and instantly reloading every uh-huh. shot. Um, and then the hothead was trash up until like last week. Because there was actually an update that buffed explosive light. So the hothead can actually get explosive light. So like, I think there's like some, uh, certainly with like, you know, a hothead with, let's say field prep and explosive light. And then a big one spec is a very, very good weapon. Very good. Yeah. A tracking module, explosive light, hothead. Very good. (laughs) But obviously you want the adept version so you can get that adept big one spec. Uh, I, that's going to be very I got a good. question for you. Do you want 
to lose all of your gear in Destiny and start again? No. I would be fine with a, like, I would be fine if it was Destiny 3. My my dream is with Lightfall or whatever the hell, or after, whatever the one is at. Like, they kind the of final know. final shape? Yeah, they know what the darkness story is, and then there's going to be after, right? My hope is it's like, all right, we're going to these other planets. You're going in, your ship gets shot down, you land. You don't have access to the tower because your comms are down. And then you, you build up a new arsenal. And then by the time you start doing that, it's like, well, I don't need all that stuff back in the tower. You know what I mean? Like, I've got my my new hub here, my new stuff. I just <laughs> You finally make it back. They're like, we thought you were dead. We just gave all your stuff away. It truly, sorry. truly. <laughs> That's I, basically what happened for Destiny 2. I know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know what it is. It's like this ever-growing list of weapons and gear. And most of them I don't care about. And I definitely, you know, there's a couple that I do like. But it just, at some point in the game, for some reason, I start... Not feeling overwhelmed with, with the gear, but I think it's just like, there's just too much of it. I want to restart. I want to figure out what the new things are that are good. I want them to be different. But I guess the tough thing is, is like, but it, are you going to be are you gonna, different? Exactly. Are you going to change all the RPMs and all the weapons? Yeah. Are there going to be different weapon types? Like, I don't know. They've and so, already been like most of Destiny 2. I mean, they're still reintroducing Destiny 1 exotics. Like the no, we got the no backup plants and the radiant we, dance machines this season. Those yeah. are from Destiny 1, right? So that's the kind of thing where it's like, are we going to get more of that? So we get Destiny 3 or we get After Lightfall and it's just them reintroducing the same stuff we were using before. I think that's going to be frustrating and I think that, that would inevitably happen. So I, I don't think that's the best move. Isaiah Smith says, how much does YouTube pay y'all? Well, I make... Uh, Isaiah, <laughs> if you get into content to make money, you will fail. Because yeah. you won't like making content enough to not make money, if that makes sense. If you're not willing to just jump in and create it because you want to create it, you're typically going to fail. Most people will fail. Now, if you take it seriously and treat it like a business and you have a game plan and a business plan, that's different. But you have to do it for the joy of making content and wanting to make content, wanting to, to teach people and, and entertain them. But like you're you, not going to make money for like years. Yeah. yeah. You have to just get in likely. and get creative because your content, everyone's content sucks at the start. It just is terrible. You need to just create and learn as you go. Don't try to yep. research everything and be the best content creator to start because you're still going to suck. You can do as much research as you want, but until you get yourself in front of a mic, you won't realize how awkward you are. You won't realize how to edit, you know, truly <laughs> until you do it. There's just too many factors that you have to create and get creating uh, before you even yeah. think about the business side. The right? reality is that the overwhelming majority of people who create content lose money on investment costs. You invest in a microphone, you invest in editing software, you invest time that you could be, you know, doing something else. Your chances are pretty good. You're actually going to lose money on it and never, and never seeing returns at all on your investment. That is the most likely outcome, but, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. It doesn't mean if, if that's something that you're excited about, the idea of creating content. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do it anyways. So I actually originally made content because at the time I was, um, when I first started making content, I was actually a youth pastor at the time. And a lot of the kids in the youth group were uh, gamers. And I was like, how do I connect with these kids? And I was like, hey, I'm actually pretty good at gaming. So maybe I'll make some videos and, you know, to show them to these kids and it, and it, where you are, I was able to make great relationships with those kids because of it. 
but that's why I started making content. It was not about making money. Um, yeah, it was about it was about connecting to a certain audience. Yep. Any other quick questions before we go? Someone said, "Can Destiny keep going on?" Yep. Yeah. If they're if they're creative, and I feel like people aren't gonna like to hear this, but I think what's almost likely to happen is that they're gonna have another big sunset where they just say, "All right." Witch Queen back, sunset, right? At that point, though, they I think that what they need to do is they need to introduce as some sort of like I remember there's a really old update where they talked about if they're trying to introduce a method where if you delete something you can like save that role in collections for like randomly rolled stuff. They need that. They need that because like my vault is like five spaces away from being full, right? And a lot of people like. Uh, I hate when I say my vault is full and I need more vault space. Every time there's people like, oh, my vault isn't full. It's like, yeah, because you've never been able to beat a raid. All right. You have no loot. You have no good loot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I mean, it's maybe it's a little mean, but it's like my vault is like the God roll bygones, right? The original well, bygones. Like, yeah. the, wait, just wait. It's like no. the God, like stuff, like the, the, the stuff from Black Armory, like the hand cannon that could get mm. Kill Club and Rampage. Rampage. It's like, you can never get that. You can never, ever get that again. If I delete it, it's gone forever, right? And especially like in the back of my mind, I'm like, content purposes, I could take that out and play some PvP or some base level PvE and like show it off as like a fun video. So it's like, for me, it just like really sucks like not having, like those, they're just taking up room, but if I delete them, they're gone forever. And Bungie, literally every time they're like, oh, what's this? This gun sucks. Now it's the best gun in the game. Oh my oh, God. Oh, these 120s or, or 110s before, 110s, yeah. no one in the game uses them. Let's make them the best weapon bar none. And they always do that. And so it's like, I'm terrified to delete anything. Well, and, it's like, and for my exotics, it, it, it's like, I want an intellect role and I want a discipline role in case I want to spice up my armor or change it up. And I want multiple copies and it just, it fills it up. Yeah. For example, like you never know when they're going to completely revamp how a certain weapon archetype works. So something that sucks could be incredible later. And I had that this week where I was yeah. like, oh, I want to try out my God Rule Zealots reward from Garden of Salvation. And I checked my vault and I'm like, wait, where'd it go? I deleted it. No. So I actually I actually ran three Garden of Salvation raids this morning. And I I got so lucky to get an absolute God Rule Zealots reward and put 350 kills on it in Iron Banner today. And it's like, man, I wish I'd kept What's my original. What's the God Rule for that, in your opinion? Under it's pressure. a fusion, right? Yeah, it's a fusion. So you definitely want under pressure, and then you could either have uh, high impact reserves or um, uh, freaking. Uh, why am I spacing on the name of it? It's not disorient break. What? Uh, um, gosh, no. what's the name of that perk? The shield break one. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I spacing on that? I don't know. But anyways, particle repeater. I got particle repeater. I got a range master work. Um, yeah. Disruption break. Just thank you. Freaking disruption break. I don't know why I was spacing on it. Why do you want disruption break? Because if you break shields, you can one tap with a 140 after that. If, if all you do is break shields and you switch to 140, mm, okay. one tap, done. Yeah, yeah that's I why mean, like, I want that one too. But the, it's like you have these niche things. A, a, another good example, like you said, Tash, when they upped 120s, it's like everyone who deleted, who deleted their 120s is like, no, right? So the people who kept it, the people who kept it were actually the smart ones. And then yeah. 
Remember how they nerfed them again recently? So that Rampage, if you got Rampage times one, you couldn't two tap. There was a freaking, the hand can, the old Iron Banner hand can, the Kremil's dagger. Kremil's dagger. It was actually, it, it, they used it in like season of the arrivals. Oh no, they used it in season of the worthy before they upped it. So in season of the worthy, it's actually non-sunset, but it's never dropped since. And it could get outlocked. Kill clip. Kill clip. I have and it. Kill clip can two tap. Yeah. So it's like randomly, like before then, it was probably worth deleting because the um one from Trials was so much better. And you could just like activate Rampage times one. But after that change, people who held on to this year old Kremil's dagger with Kill yeah. Clip were now the geniuses. So like sh- crap like that happens so much, dude. So it's like, of course, you got to keep stuff in your vault, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's going to be it for the RGH podcast episode 54 we do this every wednesday night at 9 p.m eastern time so make sure to sub to the channel i'm mtash i'm a cactus hd i'm true vanguard and we'll see you later gamers see ya <laughs>